Looking to save your hard-earned cash? Fed up with the forever rising cost of everyday living and want to know ways of making the most of your money? Then this is the podcast series for you. Get expert advice from financial and consumer journalist Lindsay Cook, along with broadcaster Glenn Thompson. Welcome to the Mrs. Mean Money Show. Yes, your ears have landed on another great episode of the Mrs. Mean Money Show podcast. Thank you so much for joining us and uh, keeping us company through our series. Uh, some great episodes to help you save money. And uh, Mrs. Mean is back in the studio. Mrs. Mean, always good to see you. How are you, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. The weather isn't doing so well, but I'm doing fine. I know, but spring is round the corner, Mrs. Mean, so things aren't too bad, are they, really? All right, today it's all about the high cost of convenience. And um, when you say convenience, we're talking about grocery prices, really, aren't we? Um, and the fact that inflation was at, what, 16.8% at the end of last year, 2022? Mm. No sign of it coming down as yet. You know, that convenience store around the corner might be convenient, but it could also be very expensive, couldn't it? Exactly. We have to be really careful when we shop at, um, you know, the big names, the Tesco's and the Sainsbury's, the big stores, they have prices that are much cheaper than the small ones. This is um, something that we have to really watch out for because, you know, you can pay according to which you can pay £800 a year more if you always pop into your little convenience store, Tesco, rather than um, if you go to the big Tesco. Now, a lot of people don't have cars, they can't do it, but that is the difference. At Sainsbury, the difference between a major store and a convenience store was £9.19 on a basket of 15 groceries, which again is nearly £500 a year. Now, I'm aware of these stores because occasionally... And we all know what it's like. You're coming mm. home from somewhere and you think, oh, we haven't got any wine or we haven't got any butter. And you pop into a convenience store at the station quite often and you pick up the wine and you do notice that it costs a pound more than it does in your normal store. Yeah. And you think, oh, that's quite a bit more. And you think, oh, we haven't got any, I don't know, uh, hummus either. I'll get that. And, and before you know it, your basket's full, whereas you only went in for one item. So it tempts you to buy more than you should because you should always have a shopping list and know what you're buying and not just think, oh, those olives look lovely. You know, if you're on a budget, you've got to watch it. But it's really difficult. It is really difficult. And there's two ways of looking at this, isn't there? There's uh, the convenience store that might be your Sainsbury's local, your Tesco Express. As you say, they could be just around the corner and a little bit more expensive than the, the larger stores, maybe the out-of-town stores. But also your convenience store could be your local corner shop and you might want to support that local trade and that local business so there's a couple of ways of looking at this isn't there really absolutely and sometimes corner shops know who their customers are and will buy items specifically for them so that they buy a particular brand of coffee because they know that i always like that coffee and therefore they know they've got enough to you know somebody who's going to buy it every week and they may buy some more sometimes a convenience store can help you but What I'm looking at is, you know, knowing where you shop, which is a great source of information. And they look at the costs of groceries and the discounters are cheaper. They may not be on your doorstep, though. Back in January, Aldi was the cheapest overall for a basket of 45 groceries, and that was £82.03. Lidl was £2.04 more. Tesco was £93.80 and Sainsbury's 95.65. Now, that seems, oh, well, I don't have to get the car out to go to um, Tesco, so it saves me petrol or whatever. 
and also the, the discounters don't have the range of goods and they don't have all the brands that you want. Yeah. So you make your decision uh, according to your budget. But the convenience stores, and you will probably have noticed there's a big battle where we're going to spend our grocery money, pages and pages of adverts that show show us what the price of lots yeah. of different things are in the newspapers, online, everywhere, trying to tempt us to change our shopping habits. And, you know, the convenience stores, you might think if you didn't know that they were that much more expensive, now I'm talking about the Sainsbury and Tesco ones, they mm. have much higher costs. They're not necessarily ripping us off, but it can yeah. be a difficulty. You've seen in the papers that Sainsbury is average £95, whereas other stores are more expensive. But when you get to the convenience store, it will cost you more. Kipling Bakewell slices cost 28% more at Tesco smaller stores. Heinz cream of tomato soup costs 19% more at Sainsbury smaller stores. Now, I'm not sure you'd necessarily nip off the bus to get a Kipling slice. <laughs> you might do if you're really hungry, Mrs Mead. Yeah, but the problem is you might go in to get some potatoes and think, oh, I'll have those slices as well, yeah. not knowing you're paying a quarter more. So are and you saying we should avoid those convenience stores then, the ones next to the railway station, you know, the uh, the big-named stores, but they're more the, the convenience stores? Are you saying we should avoid those completely? No, I think we should use them just absolutely for convenience. Right. Although... One thing I do believe in is, like, I don't get takeaways or very, very, very rarely do I have a takeaway. I have enough basics in my cupboards or freezer so I can make a meal at any time yeah. using those. And I think that's the best way to think of things rather than getting on the train and thinking, oh, what will we have for supper tonight? I'll call in at the convenience store at the station. Oh, those steaks look nice. You haven't got a list. You're not shopping well. Yeah. And you are paying more than you would in a bigger store. But a lot of folk would argue that, you know, if you've got the time to knock these meals together and maybe batch cook as well, that's all well and good. But a lot of folk, they're ultra busy. They've got a big family or maybe, you know, got to get home to the family to sort them out. And uh, the convenience is the only way for them to go. Yeah, but I'm just saying, know what you're spending, because how often do you hear people saying, oh, I only popped in for this and I spent £20. Came out with and, this. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. And so that's what I'm really about. Yeah. Yes, you're paying more per item. There's less choice. And you may be tempted to buy some luxuries. Many of the convenience stores are very much about, oh, there's bags of salad and there's this ready meal to cook because they do think people want the convenience. And there's nothing wrong with a ready meal as long as you know what you're paying for it. Exactly. Uh, and you you know that the ready meal is better than you could make. Yeah. I mean, there's no point in buying them if they are not as good as you could make if you did have the time on a Saturday or Sunday to knock up a few and put them in the freezer. Right. But the thing that really gets me is the fact that if you were doing a modest shop, you could be £800 more for your groceries. Yeah. And that really, I mean, it says, no, think about it. If you go to a big Tesco, try and buy what you need so mm. you're not needing to do the emergency shop. And I'm not against shopping every day if it's convenient and there are good prices. But if you're shopping every day and it's at an expensive store, then I, I'm dead set against it.
So it's the Mrs. Mean Money Show podcast. But today we're taking a look at the high cost of convenience shopping. Still to come, those big brands, frequent shopping, special prices. But Mrs. Mean, those essential brands. You know, many of us like shopping for those well-known brands. You know, your Heinz baked beans, your your HP sauces and what have you. But what about ditching those big brands and trying something a bit more basic? They taste just as good sometimes. The main thing is not to clear out all the top brands and go for the cheap ones all at once. Your family might notice. But I go around the supermarket and I was there only the other day and I noticed that the cheap mayonnaise was less than a third the price of the Hellman's big brand. Now, I've always bought Hellman's. My son likes Hellman's, but I am going to buy a jar of the new one use the empty old jar and see if he notices the difference. <laughs> I, I like that idea. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to do the same with baked beans, I think. Yeah. yeah. It's a luxury to say, oh, I like these because the baked beans, the cheap version, are about a quarter of the price of the brand leader. And you have to look at, do I want money left in my bank account at the end of the month or do I want superb taste? And I'm not sure how good. There used to be myths that the big brands made the cheap brands as well. I don't think that is the case anymore. But how much is the big brand something you've acquired a taste for and that you may not notice a difference? It's interesting you say this because I might have mentioned this to you before, but uh, I was in Aldi, our local Aldi, which is a great store. It's it's nice and big. It's one of the bigger ones. And I thought, well, I'll try some of that because um, I like I like tomato soup. I do like mm-hmm. tomato soup, and I love a Heinz tomato soup. Mm-hmm. But they don't do those Heinz brands in the Aldi that I've got here, uh, where I live. So I I picked up a you know a can of their ordinary of, of their own brand, and I came home, put it in the pan, warmed it up, had it with a sandwich, and you know what, Lindsay, Mrs. Mean, there was no difference in taste. As far as I was concerned, if I was blindfold, that could have been Heinz tomato soup. No difference. Well, that's what I'm encouraging people to do. And I don't know what the difference in price was, but I know that tomato soup is something that's risen in price recently. Mm. And even fresh tomatoes have risen in price recently because of, I say, bad weather, too hot weather in certain countries. So overall, you try things. Don't just assume because you've never had it that it's going to be bad. And it's the same with things like pastas and rice and things like that, that you can save money. And it's, yes, inflationary rate of the very basic foods has gone up. So whereas the average food increase was 16.7%, the most recent figures show that the basic rates in in the likes of Lidl and Aldi have gone up 21%, but they're going up from a much lower base. You have to watch it so that you're not buying something you don't like and find it's costing you more than the big brands. Mm. But I think that's unlikely to happen the way the big brands are putting their prices up. And, you know, Asda, it's done very well in the last year or so because it launched Just Essentials, which is 300 different products. And they had so many people going in there and trying to take everything on the shelf that they had to say, oh, customers can only have three of any one item per shopping trip. And that evened it out. Uh, But it's done well for us as profits. Even Waitrose has started an essentials range and cut prices. So they're thinking people probably believe Waitrose is expensive. I think it probably is. I don't go in very often. Mm. And so they want to attract people in with some bargains and hope they'll buy other things because we all are led by our eyes. And if something looks good, we're probably going to buy it without doing the calculation as to how expensive it is.
Are you driven by a desire to create change? Dive into From Passion to Purpose, where we unlock the stories of nonprofit trailblazers. Get inspired as leaders share invaluable tips and transformative tales that empower you to make a lasting impact in your community. Tune in and ignite your passion into purpose today. Okay, good advice there. All about saving you your hard-earned cash. The Mrs. Mean Money Show podcast series today looking at convenience shopping and those big brands. Let's talk big brands here then, Mrs. Mean. Well, the likes of Unilever hit shoppers with biggest ever price rises last year, pushed up all its main brands, generally put prices up by 12.5% in the three months to the end of September. That's in three months, 12.5%. Now, surprisingly, their pre-tax profit for last year climbed 21%. So it didn't do them any harm. Mm. It's another reason for saying, and mayonnaise I keep going back to because it's the one big brand that I always buy and I'm feeling guilty as I talk to you about buying it. I definitely am not buying any when I go shopping next time. They um, say that their pricing action, meaning putting prices up, has countered the input cost inflation. So they are making more money than they're losing in the cost of costs going up. And you may recall the chairman of Tesco a couple of weeks ago on BBC television said that some food firms might be using inflation as an excuse to hike prices rather more than necessary. And there was a big outcry at the time. All the manufacturers said, oh, no, we're not. But the fact that you could have an increase of 21% in your profits after putting prices up 12.5% shows that too many people are not price sensitive. All right. Thanks for that, Mrs. Means. So, all about convenience shopping and how to save money when you are convenience shopping. Let's move on and take a look at frequent shopping then. And, uh, you know, it should be more cost effective, shouldn't it, Mrs. Mean? Well, it should be. Now, I'm lucky because I live within walking distance of a big Sainsbury. So, I go there every day to buy newspapers and I will often buy other items as well. I don't do one big shop. I will buy a bag and it means I don't need to take the car because it's carryable, apart from when we buy water or Diet Coke. But one of the things that too many people still do is waste food. Mm. And the charity RAP, which is um, trying to tell us how we can save food, they reckon, and I don't believe this, it says we throw away nearly two kilograms of food a day. I don't believe that. It must be per week. But even so, bread is the biggest thing that people throw away. My bread gets a bit dry. I put a few slices in the freezer. And then when you toast it, it's absolutely perfect. Good idea. And it's that sort of thing that people throw away. I mean, I never throw away a yogurt when it's a day or two past its date. I know you're supposed to eat them within date, but perfectly Mm. good. Cheese stays good unless it's going to be mould on it. Potatoes, never throw them away because you know they last unless they've sprouted and you know if you keep them dark and cool they'll last way beyond their day i come from lincolnshire and potatoes used to be stored in big mounds with hay or whatever on the top of it and they were called potato pies and that was so they kept cool outside until they were until they were sold now i work on that same principle for keeping potatoes keep them somewhere cool in the dark and they will last forever i heard of somebody the other day who uses her tumble dryer to store potatoes (laughs) because she she doesn't use it anymore and her 
laundry room is the coldest room in the house, so yeah. she puts a bag of potatoes in there and they stay well. Wow, that's a brilliant idea. I like that. But I do remember the uh, the pile of potatoes with the hay on the top. That's interesting. Okay, it's all about saving your hard-earned cash. Uh, let's talk about special prices then, Mrs Means. Supermarkets, they revamped a lot of their loyalty schemes, you're saying, to reward regular customers and penalise casual shoppers. How is this working? Well, take, for example, Tesco and Sainsbury's. If you, if you were a Sainsbury's customer and you have a Nectar card, you can get special prices. Prices. If you're a Tesco customer and you've got a club card, you can get special prices. If you just pop in there and you haven't got one of their special cards, you will pay more for some items. So it's discriminatory, mm. but the idea is to get us all loyal so we get the card and we only shop in one place. So it's in their interest. Nectar or Sainsbury's has 18 million Nectar card holders and you can get a point for every pound you spend and they're worth 50 pence for 100, so not worth chasing around the store for. Mm. But they also qualify you for special prices. Mine are said to be Lindsay prices. Uh, <laughs> I like that. Yes, and every so often they tell me, I mean, just recently told me I bought more cute pancetta than anybody else in Haywards Heath. Is that supposed to make me feel good? I don't know. I think special. Special. But they reckon they have 95 million personalised offers every week. Now, there are 18 million of us. And when I get my offers, I think there's about eight or 10 of them. And some of them will say that um, I can have olive oil for £6.50 instead of... um, £7.50 or or I can get various things. They're usually mm. a chunky reduction and they're all personalised and there's nothing on the shelves to tell you which is which and you've got to have looked at your app to know which are the bargains because if you haven't looked at your app you might not buy them. But then again, I would say you shouldn't be chasing this special price if you don't need that item. That's a different debate. Tesco Club Card, they have something like 300 offers on at any one time and it's on the shelf. There's a yellow label, a circle saying club card price. So if it's £3 normally, mm. it might be £2.50 if you've got a club card. And every club card holder has the same offer. And they're all there. And you even get the club card. It may not be displayed when you buy online, but you should get the club card price when you click out with Tesco. It's a new way of trying to get our so-called loyalty. It's a way of making us believe we're getting better prices. Now, I look at mine and if it's something I normally buy and it's got a reasonable shelf life, I will buy it. But so often... You go to the shelf and you see that the thing that has a special offer on, that it's a pound off, there's none of them on the shelf. And so you think, do they only put about three out? Uh Um, So we go and look for it and then say, oh, well, I'll have the expensive one anyway. I don't know. I always suspect that supermarkets are playing with us. I think you look for the bargain price. If it's something you want, you don't buy for the price. You definitely don't buy for the points because the points aren't worth much. And with the points, not only do you have to look at what the offers are on uh, the Sainsbury's Nectar thing, you have to actually click that you're saving the offer on your Mm. phone. So there are two or three ways where you can think you're getting a bargain and you're not. That serves the supermarkets better than it serves the customers. There's a lot of psychology in this, isn't there? They're very clever with their marketing, a lot of these supermarkets. Uh, And so much of it is psychology, isn't it? 
It is. As I say, you can get bargains. You see the big adverts. But my view is, if you haven't got a club card, then don't go there. Mm. Why, why should you pay more than the other customers at the till? I don't like the different prices for different people. I think try and get the cheapest price for everybody. And it's so difficult to find out what you're being charged now. Mm. When I was young, every item in the supermarket had a a label on it with the price. So you could see, and it was illegal to increase the price of goods once the price had been put on them. So you either had, well, they weren't supposed to do it. They had to take all the old labels off or put a new label on top, and that was supposed to be illegal. Now we don't have any prices on goods or very few. And so you have to look on the shelf to see what the price is. But also, and lots of them are missing, If you want to know how good value is, you have to look at the price per gram or kilogram or litre, which is on the shelf. And really annoying, you're trying to compare, say, washing capsules, and one pack says so much per capsule, and another pack says so much per kilogram. Now, you then have to get your phone out, do the calculation of what the price is, how many kilograms it is, how many washes it's supposed to do. But it really tells you you've got to take time when you're shopping. Another reason for not going to convenience stores and just dashing in and dashing out because chances are you buy something that's too expensive. But I say it's a rule of thumb. Packs at eye height are likely to be the most expensive with those at the feet, the best value because the manufacturer's pay for certain sites on the shelves and aisle ends, etc. And if they've paid, they want you to buy that one at eye height. Whereas the one at your foot height, you may have to buy two packs to get the best bargain. It may not be the most convenient. You know, it might not be one neat pack, Mm. but you can do better. And also check the till roll when you paid because not every reduction appears. I've mentioned this before. Yeah. Some, sometimes they even out. I'm sure most of it is mistakes, but sometimes you put something through, the barcode goes through, and the computer has a different price for it. Now, it might be that the item's gone up. The shelf doesn't tell you that, but you have to keep on top of it. And I am, I think I've got a brass neck. I don't mind querying things, but it means that for the next customers, the price is right on the shelf. Usually, if you query something and you think you're being overcharged, they'll let you have the char- the price that you think it is. So there's an advantage to that. But as I say, you've got to have a brass neck and not care. Yeah, and you've got a brass neck, Mrs Mean. I know you have. So the Mrs Mean Money Show podcast, uh, all about saving money at your convenience store today. At your convenience, we're always here. Uh, Mrs Mean, one takeaway from today's podcast on convenience shopping, what would that be? It's never been more important to plan your grocery shopping to get value for your spend. You know, as I say, you you look on the apps and see if there's a a bargain price. You go to a shop, you check the prices on the shelves. Uh, You make sure you get the price that's on the shelf when you check your till roll. Take a bit of time. Use your calculator to work out which is the more expensive one. It's not always the small box that is the most expensive per unit. So work it out. You know, it's about trying not to spend too much. It's better to have a few grocery staples in the cupboard than have to go off to the convenience store and and buy something up. One other little hint, if you want a part-time job, get one in a supermarket for a day a week or whatever. Mm. You can get 20 or even 30% off all your groceries and you're there when the yellow stickers come out. So, you know, look at it and it might be a way of saving money.
Happy shopping whenever you go back to your convenience store. Make sure you do save money, as Mrs. Mean says. Uh, So the Mrs. Mean Money Show podcast series, what's it all about? It's all about saving money, helping you, give you a bit of guidance on areas in which you can save uh, your hard-earned cash. Uh, Lots in our series. We look at the cost of living, budgeting for that, uh, insurance costs, the cost of pets, and uh, supermarkets. We had a look at supermarkets in our very first episode. It's got more than 100 downloads now. And, uh, you know, there's just a whole bunch of stuff there. And the more recent ones we've done is council tax, childcare <coughs> costs, and mobile and broadband costs, Mrs. Mean. Uh, that's a big area, isn't it? It is. And so many people are facing much higher costs. So if you're out of contract, you've still got time to look around and mm. see if you can get a better deal. So when you go looking for our podcast series, so just head over to your favourite podcast platform, search Mrs. Mean Money Show. If you're a first-time listener and you're listening and you haven't downloaded, uh, a good route is just to head over to Google, put into Google search bar Mrs. Mean Money Show, and you get lots of links coming up there where you can download and enjoy what we have to offer. And if you've got an idea on a, a subject that Mrs. Mean can get her teeth into, she always likes a good challenge, don't she, Mrs. Mean? <laughs> you can get in touch. Contact details are on the way. Mrs. Mean, one thing to say to you. Stay mean, won't you? Oh, I will. You've been listening to the Mrs. Mean Money Show. If you have a suggestion for Mrs. Mean to get her teeth into, head over to moneyfightclub.com and get in touch via the contact page. Join us next time and don't forget to listen to the other podcasts in this series and be sure to hit that subscribe button. 